On January 19, 2023, the United States hit its debt limit causing the Treasury Department to launch into extraordinary measures in order for the country to financially run and avoid defaults. These measures allow the country to delay a default until we officially run out of cash on June 5th. On this day, funding to government welfare programs would cease and members of the armed forces would go unpaid. This news caused panic in the country and in Congress, who is tasked to find a solution to this economic issue. Which sounds relatively easy, right? Work together to agree on a solution that helps Americans and saves the country. Oh right, it's never that easy for Congress. Especially when they have to agree on something. The God-given promise that all are equal. A date which will live in infamy. Does I have a dream. It is a culture of lack of impunity. Together, we will determine the course of America. Hi, I am Ashley Crosby, and I am a politically-minded gal who believes that words matter. And none matter more than those spoken or used by the individuals we elect to a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So, in this podcast, I strive to take an unbiased approach to examine the meaning of the words used by modern-day and historical political influencers. So when it is our turn to vote, to govern, and to lead, we are better educated and informed than the generations before us who have left us with a mess. Subscribe and join me on this journey to better understand the impact the words of our leaders have on our future and what we can do about it. Let's get started by clarifying what a debt ceiling or limit is. I'm going to quote the New York Times because, honestly, if you asked me anything about national debt before researching for this episode, I would have said, wait, they can't just print more money? So the New York Times defines the debt limit as a cap on the total amount of money that the United States is authorized to borrow to fund the government and meet its financial obligations. These obligations include funding for government programs and paychecks for every government and military employee. To solve this issue, the debt ceiling has to be either raised or suspended, which has to be approved by Congress and the president. When the U.S. reached its debt limit on January 19th, President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy had negotiations where they created a debt ceiling compromise. The only issue was that McCarthy had to gain support for the compromise by both parties in Congress. So let's look into issues with this compromise on both sides of the aisle. Let's start with Republicans who opposed the deal to raise the United States' $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. Many Republican lawmakers believe that this compromise would not solve anything in the end, including Representative Chip Roy, who stated, It's not a good deal. Some $4 trillion in debt for, at best, a two-year spending freeze and no serious policy reforms. Many Republicans believe that spending cuts are necessary to solve our national debt issue and not just raising the debt ceiling. These spending cuts would affect student loan debt relief, raise the requirements needed to receive food stamps, and make welfare benefits stricter in order to curb government spending. The president considered some of these spending cuts, which led to opposition from Democrats. Democratic lawmakers were worried that President Biden would agree to the spending cuts wanted by Republicans. This includes Representative Maxwell Frost, who stated, I do want to make sure that he and the administration know that we don't want to see any cuts to these essential programs like SNAP. Representative Jim McGovern was a bit more clear with his words when he said, I can't support a bill that screws poor people, and this would screw poor people. This clash was mainly between members of Congress and the president. But don't be mistaken, Republicans and Democrats within Congress definitely disagreed too. 
For example, Democratic Senator Ed Markey claimed that we know that President Biden can cut deals. We know that he's a man of his word, and I have confidence and faith in the president in these negotiations. But I do not have faith in Speaker McCarthy and the right-wing Republican House members. The faith he refers to is the belief that Republicans will actually try to negotiate in order to solve the debt issues. In the end, our lawmakers reached a compromise. The Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 was passed by the House and sent to the Senate where they passed it with a bipartisan 63-36 to 36 vote. This bill aims to suspend the nation's debt ceiling, allowing the government to borrow what it needs to meet its obligations. We will also see cuts in government spending, which the Congressional Budget Office estimated would be reduced by about $1.5 trillion over the course of the next decade. The Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 was signed into law by President Biden on June 3rd, two days before the default date of June 5th. This compromise was described as a success by President Biden, and it's really up to who you ask on if that's true or not. There were some spending cuts that Democrats didn't approve of, but those cuts weren't seen as enough by Republicans, so their views could be different. In the end, all that matters is that our government reached a compromise, and the country didn't go into default. Yay, we avoided economic panic by just two days. Go us. <laughs> For real, though, even though there were still some disagreements, it's great that the legislative and executive branch reached a compromise through their willingness to do what's best for the American people in the end. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Make sure to tune into the next episode where we will listen to a patriotic speech in honor of Independence Day.